With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thirteen ten WIBA and full scope with Dr. Nicole, Madison's direct care doc. If you've got a question, we'd love to get you on the air right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. If you're new to the area, welcome to the program. If you're new to the show, also welcome to the program. If you're unfamiliar with direct primary care and got questions, it's a great opportunity to get on the air at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. You can also learn more online, the website for Advocate MD. You can also learn more about direct primary care at the website site, which is AdvocateDPC.com. That's AdvocateDPC.com. The telephone number to make an appointment and become a member at Advocate MD is 608-268-6211. That's 608-268-6211. Dr. Nicole, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Sean. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We were commenting before the show. It's like, we just we just did it. We were just hanging out a few <laughs> hours ago. And for people who haven't caught the uh, the the Wednesday night program that we do at six, um, it's an hour long show, and we really get into depth on on all sorts of uh, different medical issues. And that we have a lot of fun with uh, the food as medicine segment. And you provide something new each week for us to talk about when it comes to uh, um, eating healthier and, and better options, and understanding also what it is that we're putting in our body. If you ever miss part of that program, you can always go to wiba.com. Also, you can follow Advocate MD online, and there's links to the podcast there on Facebook as well as at AdvocatesDPC.com. Uh, today, though, we're going to talk, Doc, about the experience when it, that a lot of folks have when it comes to visiting their doctor. And, and got to assume it's not always the best, is, <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's true. I, you know, I think that a lot of dissatisfaction, um, you know, not only with the healthcare and the cost of, you know, health insurance, but even, you know, the experience that most of us have uh, when we go in to see a doctor, um, you know, there, there's a lot of different pain points, we call them, where um, it takes a long time to get an appointment. You have to wait a long time when you're in there. You might get referred out for a lot of things. So I think the direct primary care system really helps to, uh, you know, improve upon a a lot of those uh, things that people are unhappy with. You know, one of the things that that's always a frustration for me is is if you know going into the if you're in that insurance system. And I remember going to to visit the doc, and you know you have to talk to like a dozen different people just to even get seated. Then you get stuck in this waiting room uh, with a bunch of people. A lot of times, people not always in the best health, and um, obviously the pandemic has really highlighted some of that issues. But even during normal times, just trying to avoid uh, avoid contact with people that are not feeling well. And then you get into the into the clinic and you're into the into the uh, into the room with the doc. And I say with the doc, you're in the room waiting for the doc. And then you've of course talked with like a like a nurse and somebody else, somebody from billing. And you go through this whole process. The doc comes zooming in on a computer with a with a laptop on their thing, saying, "How you doing today? What do I got for you? What's going on?" And, the, and as you're talking, typing, they're talking, they're typing away, and then they run off on you, and that's your visit, <laughs> doc. That is no fun. That's I think for a lot of people, they hate that experience. Direct primary care is a lot different, isn't it? 
Yes. So when I started the practice, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I was the only person literally in the office. So when patients came in, they saw me immediately. You know, I, I didn't have a receptionist. I didn't I didn't have a nurse or a medical assistant. You know, I, I would check people in, you know, take their vital signs, do the, of course, the normal history and physical that we do. But it kind of just proves the point of what is actually necessary in terms of taking care of patients. Do we, you know, of, of course, as the system gets larger and more complicated, we need to have different people to fulfill these different roles. But when we have a small medical practice and we take care of, you know, one patient an hour, you know, a doctor can fulfill a lot of those roles. And now as we've gotten bigger, I have a really wonderful medical assistant um, that helps me out. But we still keep things simple. You know, we do not have, um, you know, for an example, a, a, a person that does the um, booking the appointments. We do all of this ourselves. We don't have a billing and coding person because we don't need to because we don't deal with insurance. Um, so again, because this is a much simpler system and we're cash-based and we don't deal with insurance companies, um, that has allowed us to keep a lot of those, you know, kind of ancillary people at a minimum. Um, but yeah, so when when a patient comes in and sees us, we can take care of a lot in the office setting that they probably are referred out for. So for example, if somebody comes in and they show me a mole, um, you know, say like, well, that's, you know, you probably should have that removed. We should send it to, you know, pathology. You know, we can do that here in the office, you know, while you're here rather than having to refer you to Durham. Because what we see happening in the insurance-based system, which is, you know, the majority of healthcare is that doctors are being pressured to see more and more patients, right? So you maybe we used to see 15 patients a day and then it was 20 and now it's 25 patients a day. So each, each patient has a 15 to 20 minute slot of time. And you know that even typically that 15 or 20 minutes might not be all with the doctor. It might be with other people. Um, so a doctor, I think on average, they say spends seven to eight minutes actually face to face with the patient and the visit, which isn't very long. Um, but what's happening in the meantime, because of the, the pressure that's being put on physicians to see more and more you know patients and that's how their productivity and their pay is based upon, then what ends up happening, unfortunately, is that, you know, I'm going to have to refer out a lot of patients because, you know, I, I don't have time in a seven minute visit to take care of that mole and to talk about your high blood pressure and to talk about your diabetes and the stress that's going on at work. So instead, I'll send you to a dermatologist and an endocrinologist, maybe a cardiologist because your blood pressure medicine doesn't seem to be working. And that's really unfortunate because as family medicine doctors, we are trained to take care of most of this stuff. You know, if it's something that's um, that we can't get under control, you know, with with medication and it's a more complicated case or a patient that has different risk factors, we might need to refer those patients to specialists. But a lot of these issues that people are now being referred to a specialist for are things that family medicine doctors used to take care of in the office. And just because of, of time, you know, and that there's really no incentive to do that anymore, they've stopped taking care of a lot of those issues. You know, one of the things I, I remember back in the day um, going in for like my annual physical and, and my wife telling me, she says, um, unless you've got something serious going on, don't bring it up with the doc. And I thought, how horrible is that? That, that we're literally in a position where where is, um, you know, we're almost kind of guarded in, 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 in some systems about actually telling our doc exactly what's going on because we don't want to, you know, we think of like for most like people that are in the insurance system, you get that annual physical, it's quote unquote free. You start bringing up secondary things and now it can either be now it's no longer free or they start referring you to a other, other um, specialists and then all of a sudden 
and you start seeing that bill go up and up and up and up and up, and you're going, oh my goodness. That's the cool thing about direct primary care, Doc, as you were mentioning, um, as a as a family medicine doctor, as a family medicine physician, um, you, you've, you've got the training. You do the stuff. This is literally what you guys do, and, and you are able to do it without having that second appointment, without having to have um, the insurance company get involved, without having to add a new bill to the to the tally. It's literally transparent. It's all in one and it's completely affordable. It's an amazing setup. Yes. And you know, I, th- I remember back when I worked in the system, you know, we talk about in the, in the system where, you know, I had a list of, um, you know, I look at my list in the morning of, of the 20 or 25 patients in the day that I had to see and just think, man, I mean, I, I, I love taking care of people. I love talking to people. I love having that relationship with my patients, but it's so, it's, it's such a challenge to be able to take care of all of their needs in such a short period of time, which of course I don't have to deal with that now with the direct primary care. But I remember, you know, very frequently, you know, people would come in with a list of issues they wanted to discuss. And as you mentioned, um, you know, if you're going in for your once a year, you know, preventive care visit, which is what the insurance will pay for, you know, in full, um, you know, and you just, just happen to mention, oh, you know, my back's been hurting me, you know, I have this toenail fungus, whatever it might be, then you will most likely be charged an additional visit for that. And again, it's not anything that's the doctor's fault. That's the, I mean, they're not doing anything um, illegal or illicit or anything like that. It's unfortunately the way the system is set up, it is, it is set up to make it so that they need to bill for these additional things, you know, in order to be reimbursed in a certain way. But it's just unfortunate that you have to even worry about bringing up a concern with your doctor because you're worried that you're going to get billed for an additional office visit, which rightfully so, because that office visit could be, you know, $200, $300, who knows. Um, but so, yeah, in the direct primary care system, there is no cost for our visits. Um, when you pay your monthly membership, which on average for an adult is around $80 a month for a child is around $30 a month. And then when you come in for a visit, there's no copays, there's no deductibles you have to meet. There's no cost associated with that visit with rare exceptions, like if you do prolotherapy or something like that. But for uh, all the regular family medicine type issues, there's no cost associated with that visit. Um, so you don't have to worry about um, you know getting a big surprise medical bill. And you also are able to bring in that list of you know eight or nine issues that you want to talk about. You know, and and we will go through each one of those. And it and you know I'm, neither one of us is going to feel pressured for time because we have an hour to talk about these things. So it's it's really really cool. I can't, you know, from the physician side, I can't say enough about it, but I think patients, you know, immediately see that there's a, a big difference in their experience with us. Actually getting to do what you love to do. What a <laughs> what a great concept that is. And it's it's rewarding, as, as the doctor mentioned, how much she loves uh, the system and the, that that uh, that direct primary care provides and how it's a great thing for the docs. It's a phenomenal thing for you, too, as a patient to actually get to know your doc, not feel as though you're being handed off from one person to another, not having to worry about any kind of surprise medical bills. You can learn more about direct primary care as well as Advocate MD on the website, advocatedpc.com. That's advocatedpc.com. You can also pick up the phone, become a member, make an appointment at Advocate MD. The telephone number 608-268-6211. That's 608-268-6211. We'll continue our conversation with Dr. Nicole Hemkiss of Advocate MD. We will do that next as Full Scope with Dr. Nicole continues right here on 1310 WIBA. 
1310 WIBA in full scope with Dr. Nicole, Madison's direct care doc. Of course, Dr. Nicole Hempkiss, she is the owner and medical director at Advocate MD, a direct primary care practice. Of course, Dr. Nicole, Dr. Balin, they've got two locations, the west side in Middleton, east side right on South Fair Oaks Avenue. You can learn more about Advocate MD as well as direct primary care on the website, advocatedpc.com. That's advocatedpc.com. And the telephone number to make an appointment and become a member at Advocate MD is 608 268 6211. That's 268 6211. Um, it seems like the old uh, the old term banker's hours is actually more for modern times uh, applicable to, to doctor's hours. And again, not, not the doctor's fault, but for most doctors, most physicians, if you have an issue come up, uh, you'll call it call the, the clinic and they'll schedule out for two weeks. And if it's something that you need done immediately, they will tell you to go to an urgent care and you go to these things off hours or, or if you just got to get in. Um, I was mentioning earlier, Dr. Nicole, about the situation of um, you know people being kind of ill and kind of concerned that you're going to walk into one of these rooms and end up walking out sicker than when you came in simply by what you've just been exposed to. Let's talk about how how nights and weekends and um, those type of things that come up that are that are not worthy of having to go in to an ER, but just kind of, you know, life's happened sometimes. You sprain a finger, you need stitches or something like that. Um, you're able to accommodate people in the in the direct primary care model, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, so I think we've all experienced this probably either ourselves or we have children that, you know, something has come up on an evening, on a weekend. I mean, it's all, it's happened to every one of us where, you know, we either, you know, sprain an ankle, we have a child that has a fever, you know, there, there's something that we would like to talk to a doctor about. We sometimes in many cases, we just need some reassurance. We need someone to direct us to say, do I need to come in? Do I need to go to the ER? Can I just wait this out? And, you know, what I find that happens in the system a lot. What I've experienced personally and also as a physician is that, you know, if you call on the weekend or after hours, typically what happens now is that you almost certainly will not talk to your own doctor. It, it might be the doctor on call. It most likely will be like a nurse triage line. And unfortunately, that nurse doesn't know you. Um, you know, they have kind of a protocol set for them of what they can say, what they can't say. And they will always err on the side of extreme caution and kind of say, well, we're not sure. Maybe you should just go into the ER to be evaluated, you know, because of course they don't want to miss something. But to have uh, to have the ability to after hours, if something's going on, you call, you leave a message and I and I call you back, your doctor who knows you, who knows your children. And you tell me, you know, Johnny's had a fever or Johnny fell and hit his head. And, you know, I just want to make sure everything's OK or, you know, whatever the situation might be. Um, you know, I, I can talk you through that. I can guide the patient to um, decide whether or not they need to come in. And if they need to come in, you know, there are situations where we will come in after hours on a night or a weekend, um, you know, again, I have the ability to do that because I own the clinic. You know, I don't have to ask an administrator if I'm allowed to do that, which I have in the past and they've said no. <laughs> um, so so it's really cool to have the keys to the building and be able to come in and do that. Um, so if, if I need to come in and put some stitches in or evaluate an ankle and see if it's broken or, you know, do that, I can. But, you know, what we find in many cases that, you know, a patient can maybe send me a picture. I can ask them a few questions and kind of guide them and say, OK, I want you to do, you know, 
rest, elevate, ice it, you know, call me in the morning and let me know how things are going. Um, you know, we can provide a lot of reassurance and triage these things and hopefully prevent people. You know, I, I, I can probably count on one hand, I mean, probably less than two times in the last two years where I've had to direct a patient to go to the ER. Um, because again, it's something that I'm not able to take care of, or we can't kind of monitor and see what happens. Um, you know, but, but in the system, again, what typically will happen is if it's after five o'clock or on a weekend, and let's say the urgent care might be open, the urgent care might not be open. So we direct a lot of these complaints unnecessarily to go to the emergency department, um, you know, and, and then, you know, you have a experience of what that's like, and it's not usually an ideal experience. So the ability to talk to your own doctor that knows your history and, you know, has knows what's happened in the past and what medications you're taking and all of these different things is really a great thing. And to be able to be reassured or to have very close contact with that person, which is reassuring in and of itself that if something changes, you can call them back or they can, you know, say, okay, well that changed. Let's now we're going to do something different. Um, and that they can come into the office if you need them to. I mean, we've had patients that have joined the practice just for that, that being the, the sole reason is that they knew we were available after hours and on the weekend. And again, in the big systems, yes, they do have some sort of a nurse on call or maybe even a doctor on call, but it's not usually going to be your doctor. So because our panel of patients is so much smaller than the, the big systems, you know, if I have 400 or 500 patients in my panel, I'm not getting, you know, a ton of calls after hours. So that makes it more manageable for me to be available to those patients, which is I enjoy it because I like um, knowing what's going on with my patients and I like being available to them if they need some. Thing. The other thing, too, is, is as we talk about nights, weekends and kind of those quote unquote off hours. The other thing, too, for folks is there are times where where you may may have something come up during during normal office hours. But in that system, doctors schedules are so booked that that they can't they don't have a, an opening to get you in with direct primary care. I and I, we've talked about this in the past as well, Doc, where somebody has some type of issue and you just say, come on in and you're able to you're able to accommodate them because of the flexibility um, that you have in, in, in running the, the clinic and you and Dr. Balin are able to, to treat and see somebody on relatively short notice, whereas in the other systems, that's just not an option. That's just not a possibility. That that's correct. Yes, um, that is exactly what happens. So we leave blocks of time throughout the day to schedule, um, you know, urgent care appointments. So we definitely get people in the same day, um, you know, if they need to be seen urgently. Um, and again, if, if it's something that we just need to talk through over the phone or do a telemed visit or call in a prescription for them, um, you know, again, we are very much available to patients when they need something. So that's uh, something different than, you know, again, if, if it's in the system, they might refer you to go to an urgent care even during the day if that doctor is very booked up or they might make you an appointment with a different doctor because your doctor is booked up so it is a very different experience with us and it's an amazingly affordable option you can learn more online whether you're looking for yourself looking for direct primary care for your family maybe you're an employer with employees looking for some great options for them dr nicole dr b and everyone at advocate md would love to get to know you love to get to know your team and of course direct primary care is an amazing option for you you can learn more online advocate dpc.com that's advocatesdpc.com the telephone number pick it up pick up the phone give the doc call make an appointment become a member 608-268-6211 that's 608-268-6211 dr nicole always great hanging out you have a fantastic day you too sean thank you dan o'donnell comes your way next right here 1310 wiba 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.